your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Florida Panthers meet VGK tonight at the Fortress. We have predictions. We've got locks of the night. Plus, is VGK physical enough to compete for a Stanley Cup? Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco, along with the birthday boy. Happy birthday, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. And you could find us on Twitter at LockdownVGK, at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G. And, of course, on YouTube, Lockdown Golden Knights. Please subscribe there. Always a lot of fun. Always uh, fun with the fog that rolls into my slime abode. fog. Who knows? And your slime. Happy birthday, first of all. Any Thank big you. plans? Are you going to hockey tonight? No, no, we're, no. I'll stay home tonight. We're getting. Uh, wife is making meatballs from scratch for me for dinner, and I'm sure a lovely sugar infused uh, cake and dessert later on. So nice. we're 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 gonna have a nice night at home, and I'll be working during the day. It'll be just like a, a normal day, maybe. Uh, Maybe we'll hit that gold bar a little bit, you know, earlier in the day instead of waiting until until noon. We'll go start about ten, but otherwise we're good. Chris, uh, the Florida Panthers—they're trying to fight back into the playoff picture as a contender here against the VGK, and uh, we knew that uh, again. This will be the first game back after a Saturday game against the Kings, and we're just kind of uh, curious how VGK will react tonight. Uh, the Panthers are just a 500 club. They're in fifth place in the Atlantic. Florida, we all recall, they won the President's Cup last season. They beat Colorado on the road on Tuesday, and they had the day off here. They gave them the day off on Wednesday here in Las Vegas so we could see those Vegas-like flu symptoms uh, tonight in the game. How will VGK react in this game tonight? The only Vegas flu lady has been, been the Vegas Golden Knights. Let's not kid ourselves. Um, I, On one hand, it's nice that they've had a break. They did take, uh, I believe, Monday off as far as practice and all that went. So we've had two solid days of practice. Plus, uh, there will be a pre... Uh, I don't know if they're doing optional day of game skates or if it's mandatory. Either way, there will be some type of organized organization skate today. And kind of see how it goes. Um I'm concerned about long layoffs at home because this is something that Cassidy himself has mentioned is an issue where you're on these long road trips, you come home, right? You know, there's, in his words, you know, family and distractions. And again, he wasn't saying that's bad or anything like that. But I'm simply mentioning around the holidays when Cassidy mentioned it's just kind of strange to come back and be home. And, you know, so I, I don't know. I don't know how the team has been preparing in scenarios like this and this is i believe the longest they've been at home since the season you know started back in early october you know people people do have lives even professional athletes have errands to run things to do and you know their family is there so you wonder hopefully everything will play out the way it needs to because obviously the golden knights got to get back on track here but this does feel like it feels like it's the first game back from a road trip is what honestly the vibe is for me tonight. I think it'll be a little shaky in the beginning. Uh, the Florida Panthers are probably in a little bit better form, even though they've had a full 24 hours to do what you do in Vegas. And I'm sure some of the, some of the boys probably did that for at least a little bit yesterday. And today, 
you know, they'll they'll recharge the batteries. Maybe they'll go to um, there's a place at MGM where they'll, they'll, they'll like put like an IV in you to you know help rid your hangover. Maybe some of the boys will be there, and uh, you know, Vegas, baby. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about their star player, Matthew Kachuk, uh, signed that eight year deal over the summer. Twenty two goals, twenty nine assists, uh, fifty one points, and a plus five on the season. You know, I looked at his stats from last season: one hundred and four points. And a plus 57 last season. That's what Calgary is absolutely missing. A plus 57. And you have to believe that Florida won this deal. At the time, it's like, wow, Florida's giving up so many goods here in exchange for Kachuk. But uh, Jonathan Huberdeau um, has uh, 29 points uh, so far this season. Um, they had uh, Kale Swint hasn't even played, not on the radar. I think he's in the AHL. Yeah, he was uh, the pro- he, he was the throw in for the deal. Yeah, Mackenzie Weger, one goal, nine assists uh, for ten points. They didn't expect him to be, um, you know, a guy that has a huge scoring output. But so far, you have to believe in the things that Kachuk could do, and he's red hot too coming in here. Uh, he's got uh, five goals in four games, includes uh, including a hat trick against Arizona. And he also had uh, the two goals in the Colorado game the other night. So he could take over a game, as we've seen in the past. Sure. On paper, Kachuk greater than Huberdeau as far as points goes, as you said. More than, more than. More than, greater than, more than. Either way, is there a line that goes? No, it, there'd be a line under if it was equal or greater, whatever. Okay, just stop it. Um, so, yes, on paper, Florida has the statistical advantage on this trade. But they are not on anywhere near the same trajectory they were last year as far as their record goes. So sure, they got the better statistical advantage, but is that does that mean they're winning the situation? I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Um, if you tell me right now which team might have a better playoff run or even make the playoffs might be the better way to start this conversation, Calgary or the Florida Panthers, I think I'll take uh, I'll, I'll take the Flames, obviously. Um, Daryl Sutter, much greater than Paul Maurice, right? Uh, Florida Panthers hired Paul Maurice in the offseason. Am I uh, okay? You're, you're, you're as remember, sure as I am. Remember, about Bruce, that. remember Bruce Cassidy was up for the job in Florida? I mean, Bruce Cassidy, the second he got fired from Boston, was up for every available job, as yeah. as was Trotz, as was everybody. But um, Paul Maurice, God, I hope Paul Maurice is the coach. I'm going to feel like a clown here. Um, <laughs> but Paul Maurice, you know, he good regular season coach. And then once the the bright lights of the playoffs go on. You know, he had a hard time. I mean, the the best run that Maurice had with the Winnipeg Jets was actually when the VGK knocked him out uh, in the conference finals. And you can argue that was um, a bit of an upset, right? I mean, when Winnipeg has home ice advantage, blows yeah, out Maurice. Maurice. Okay, good. Paul Maurice, yeah. Um, Winnipeg blows out VGK in the first game. And I was concerned at that point. I mean, you know, segment two is about physicality. And thinking back to that Winnipeg Jets team, specifically that the Golden Knights did eliminate, that was a, I mean, Dustin Bufflin, we'll start right there. That team was much more physical than that VGK team was. And that VGK team season one was our most physical team that we had. So, you know, back to just a little trip down memory lane, but Florida Panthers, yeah, I mean, they come in in a weird situation there. Yes, they are uh, only a couple spots out of the playoffs, but looking at the standings, out there. I mean, it's, it's a tough hill for the Florida Panthers to climb. Uh, Sergey Bobrowski, I mean, three, two, oh, nine goals against right now. Oh like yeah. They're talking he about trying off. to move on from him. What's he that? He started off, I think his first month, he was giving up more than four goals per game. 
this season. Yeah, I mean, it's a matter of time until that net is officially turned to Spencer Knight. I don't know if he, he's no, hurt no, right no, now. No, Spencer, Spencer Knight has lost four out of five, and his overall goals against average is greater greater than greater than three. It was just more of a, of a long-term type. I mean, Spencer Knight is the one I think they are grooming ultimately for that position. But Borowski, last time I checked, I think uh, I think he makes a pretty penny uh, as far as the salary goes. Let me see if it shows this on. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Bobrovsky the other night, six I was million. watching <laughs> six million. So the other night I was watching uh, Bobrovsky in the third period, they gave up three goals and that allowed the avalanche to get back in the game. They tied it. And then there was a late flopperuski. I forgot who it was on the Florida Panthers and Matthew Kachuk scored the game winner with about three minutes to go. Um, so they are playing better now. Um, and then I, I wanted to talk about it. This tonight, we will see a battle of inconsistent teams. They both sort of, even though VGK has more, more points, they sort of mirror each other in the way that they've been just up and down this entire season. But the goalie edge obviously goes to the VGK. Yeah, I mean, and, and Florida hasn't peaked this year, or at least we hope they haven't peaked this year. It's going to be a long season down in down there. Where the VGK, we have seen what they can do at their peak, full health, when you know the train is rolling the way it needs to roll. And we certainly need the VGK to get back to that point because now is when these games, uh, every day that the calendar turns, these games are a bit more important. They're going to be a bit more physical. Um, it's going to be a lot harder to win. Each game can be ex- exponentially harder than the last to win, especially once uh, the calendar turns late February and March when the battles really are going to get intense. And this is the time right now. I mean, the Florida Panthers, well, we got a 500 team coming in. Uh, VGK has been off for four calendar days between games, right? Saturday to Thursday, however that man's Sunday, Monday, out. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is the fifth day. Right, yeah, but I'm saying four, so four complete days. Four complete right. days of no competitive hockey outside of practice and things like that. So <clears throat> if the VGK comes out flat tonight, and again, I'm not saying I wouldn't want to be with my family on my birthday, but if VGK comes out flat tonight, the first question better be Cassidy. What are you not doing to get this team motivated to, to come out and play? Because Cassidy will come out and tell you when the team has a slow, flat start. And I got our point to make after this, but when the team has a slow, flat start, Cassidy puts himself right out there. Yep, this is on me. This is on me. Fine, this is on you. What the poop emoji are you doing to, to fix this? Because, yes, you take accountability. And, you know, we, we all appreciate that, whether it's in sports and life and anything else. But after accountability comes comes direction, comes correction, comes improvement. And, you know, again, we're jumping the gun here. Maybe the VGK will come out and play a nice, heavy, fast game, or maybe they won't. Um, last night, uh, bad showing for the Henderson Silver Knights, 6-3 uh, to three in favor of the Ontario Reign. Uh, Brassois was the starter, but watching the highlights, there's nothing he's going to do on on all those goals. Like, there was times when you're watching, you get Brassois, like, He's not doing well, but this was not at all on him. But again, Viveros, you know, we got to start better. We got to have, we got to be prepared better. So is there an organizational something happening where we can't get both our NHL and AHL coach can't get these players once the lights go down, once nighttime starts, once all that hoopla gets going, 
the boys can't turn on right now lately. And this is starting to become a concern. If you've been to a Silver Knights game, you'd see it yourself, obviously, because it's it's how every game goes, right? And the Silver Knights get a little bit of a pass because it's been a revolving door down there. They're losing players. They're playing, you know, with some of the ghost pirates up there. So it's a lot different from e- ECHL players playing in the AHL versus AHL players playing in the NHL. It's, you know, it's plug and play to a degree, but not at the ECH level to the a- AHL level. So many letters. Good Lord. Point being is both franchises can't get things started and that needs to change. Yeah. At least VGK again had that nine game run earlier this season and they've kind of like lived off of that. I think We're, we're, we're the Cubs right now. We keep going back to their, their world series win now and the Cub fans are going to milk that for the next 80 years. Cause they're not going to win one again. Cause that's just how the Cubs roll. And that's uh, what we're doing with the VGK right now. It's it's bears fans, you know, Oh, we had the 85 bears. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> cool. Well, what have you done since? The answer is uh, nothing. The Bears are as bad as the Raiders. They're terrible. Uh, Spencer Knight, 9-7-3, and three, by the way, and 10-12-1, and one, I think, for Bobrovsky. And outside of Matthew Kuchuk, I did want to point out, they do have some good balanced scoring, uh, more than 30 points for Barkoff, for Hagee, and Montour. So they all have uh, over 30 points uh, for Florida. So their scoring could come in all sorts of directions, and that's of a concern tonight. Are we going to see Alex Lyon, looks like? Because Spencer Knight's hurt right now. Oh, yeah. So Alex, oh, Alex Lyon is the next goalie on the roster. I don't think he's played a game no, yet. he won't but... play. It'll be Bobrovsky now. Well, he's a career seven. I, I wouldn't assume that, Tony. I mean, I, you, you, know, you never know the way things go. I mean, Florida's shaky, and you might want to give, you know, an untested somewhat journeyman going back to 2017 with the Flyers. He's played a total of uh, 17 games in five seasons. So this is a uh, this is their Michael Hutchinson here. Uh, coming up next, do the Golden Knights lack the physicality, get this word, to sustain, to sustain being on top and to make a Stanley Cup run? We're going to talk about that when we return here on Locked On Golden Knights. I haven't had that one in a while. <laughs> BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information for stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league that's out there from pro football to college and pro basketball to the National Hockey League. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. These NBA totals are just out of control. I saw a 240-something the other day. No defense, no defense. If you love podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. And we always are the fastest and the easiest way to get all of your sports betting information. And you can't say that word fix uh, information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome back from Las Vegas. Tony Cardasco and celebrating his 21st birthday again. A man times two Collins. times two times two. <laughs> What's in that cup? <laughs> getting an early start or okay. 42 so i can still i can still do the math but that cup won't be coffee later i promise 21 almost time yeah 21 times two okay does vgk have enough physicality to last through the regular season and through the playoffs is this going to be a cup contending team in the area of physicality because we, we had a comment on twitter i wish i could cite this individual but i don't got enough time to find it right now unfortunately but <sighs> The, let's talk about the VGK injuries right now. Someone stated that the VGK injuries are happening because we're getting thrown around right now and our players are getting injured as such. 
I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Eichel was a weird, you know, non-contact injury, which was scary, obviously. Shea Theodore was just um, a bad luck situation, as was Zach Whitecloud. Um, Miramanov blocks a shot. Martinez blocks his shots. March is so... What do we ever figure out? Like, what was it a lower bot? Like, we have no recollection of that one, right? I don't recall that one. No, um, Paul Cotter, that was a hit, and that was, but that wasn't a hit because we don't have like protectors. That was, you know, rookie, put your put your head up when you're out there skating, or bad things are going to happen. So, I don't know if I get the feeling that we're getting hurt because we don't have our protector, our savior, Ryan Reeves here. That's what it feels like sometimes. Um, I don't necessarily like there are some games you watch and you feel that like the Kings game, for example, the Kings did play a much more physical game, although McNabb did absolutely wallop somebody. And our, our physicality is different, right? We don't have our players. They, they, they don't go for the contact during the play. They don't necessarily go into the scrums and mix it up, you know, in front of the goalies you don't see a vgk starting a lot unless it's provoked obviously where other teams if you breathe by the goalie they uh you know they're gonna they're gonna let you know they're there slap shot style so to speak the game itself though i do think vgk does play somewhat of a physical game there are people out there making hits you know not necessarily eichel and stuff like that or even mark stone to a degree but you do have our line four is still a heavy line i will confidently say that you know colasar and uh, Carrier leading that charge. And Nick Waugh is not a small body either. He's not afraid to throw his body around a little bit. Line three, I mean, I don't, I don't know if Kessel has six hits all year. Um, and whoever else has been on that line. I mean, if Cotter is on line three, he'll play a physical game. And then line two, whatever's left of the misfits in line one. So the ultimate question is, do they have the physicality to make a run? And I don't think the physicality is important as it was 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and 25 years ago. It helps. And it's not necessarily about do we need more players that are physical, but once the playoffs do start, and as long as we get there, it's not a shoe, and I don't care what our record is right now, but as long as we qualify for the playoffs, it's about Jack Eichel, Riley Smith, these players in the top six, Mark Stone, Stevenson, that don't necessarily throw it around a whole lot, we need to see a different side of those boys. And that will determine if we can get the physicality to the next level. I don't believe they need to go out and, you know, bring back Ryan Reeves or, you know, find, you know, get Tom Wilson on, on VGK. Although I would love to have Tom Wilson as a Vegas Golden Knight. I'll take him all day. He's a Dennis Rodman. He's, you hate him. There, there's going to be 31 teams that hate him. But when he wears your team's uniform, you love the guy. I don't care what anyone says. Tom Wilson would be a welcome addition to VGK or any team in the NHL. It's not like last season with the Golden Knights where there was a huge disparity in hits per game because they were just getting wallop every night. Every single night I would look at uh, the stats, and now I haven't really focused on the stats as far as hits go. I Just uh, once in a while I'll look at them after games, and it's not been so bad. And last year they were just getting – they were getting pummeled at times. So in that regard, I think Bruce Cassidy knows that he has to step it up. A typical Cassidy team would play more physical. Does he have all those pieces that seem to fit? No, he does not. He does not have a team that is built on a physical nature. And so the other night we saw Cotter, he put him up on the top line because uh, Amadio uh, was playing, Amadio Light was playing too light, actually, you know, for the VGK. And so now if they find themselves in situations 
uh, where they need to be more physical, does Michael Amadio get scratched? Do they, uh, where do they start here as far as, again, we know Cassidy. Still, at this stage of the game, experimenting with lines. And so where does he figure out who can play that physical game down the stretch and who can't? Um, does Amadio, I mean, listen, anyone could get scratched um, to a degree, obviously. I mean, Mark Stone's not getting scratched. Jack Eichel's not getting scratched. Marshall's not getting scratched. But anyone outside of that top six and a half, seven players that we have, like William Carlson's the cut line on the forwards, right? William Carlson, I feel, is the safe one, but he could, that could also change at any given point. But his, his power play will keep him in the lineup no matter what. So uh, moving on from that. It, it, it's about it's what you said, Tony. Do the do we have the internal ability to turn it up a notch? Uh, while we were talking here, I pull up the NHL team hits per game leaders and some of the teams up on top here. Now, okay, I'm going to read a list of teams here. Ottawa Senators, not playoffs right now. Pittsburgh Penguins, right around the bubble on the board, right now. On the bubble, yeah. Flyers, no. Predators, no. Islanders, are they? Are they flirting with the wild card? Yeah. Are they? Yeah, are they're they... on the fringe. They're not playing okay. very well of late. New York Rangers. They've been middle of the road too, right? Unless middle they've the turned road. it up recently. No, middle of the road. Arizona Coyotes. No. No. Caps have turned things up as of late. So Caps are doing better. Tampa Bay Lightning. And then now Calgary Flames. Your biggest contender right now. We, I haven't listed someone that I feel is a major Stanley Cup contender yet. Boston Bruins. Boston Bruins are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11th in hits. Then you got the Red Wings, Blues, Canucks. Vegas Golden Knights are right down the middle, 15th or 16th overall in the league in hits. Going on the bottom side now, uh, the Sabres have been on a little bit of a run. I don't know if they're going to be a playoff team. The Devils are 31st ranked, but they're, you know, with what, top seven in points, still top eight in points. Mm-hmm. Carolina Hurricanes, who... Honestly, for my money, I think can knock Boston out of the East, but that's another discussion. Point being is you have two Stanley Cup contenders respectfully ranked 31st and 30th in hits. Anaheim, Florida is way down at like 26, by the way. But Dallas what, Stars, another what, team who are going to you know possibly make a run for the West. Uh-huh. 25th, Minnesota Wild, 24th. So all it seems like your best group of teams as far as hits go starts from like 12 and goes all the way down to about 28s. Yeah. So, We've talked about the, you know, the shift in the game though, too, to more skill, more skilled yes, players no on doubt. the ice. No doubt. So currently that isn't a major factor, but over time, I thought last season that VGK got worn out because they were just getting hit so much in so many games, the cumulative effect last season, this season, it doesn't seem to matter. Um, because they do have a different makeup of this team. And uh, their forecheck, again, keeps them out of a lot of dangerous situations where, you know, again, where they're just playing better as far as a little bit, a tad more grit. I'll give I'll give Cassidy that much. With the personnel that he has, a lot of these players do not fit his system, do not fit his system, but he does try to get as much physicality as he can out of the current roster for VGK. Uh, we might be asking ourselves the wrong question about physicality. The question might need to simply be, are the VGK going to be a tough team to play against in a seven-game series? Are they going to wear you out? Like going back to the Winnipeg Jets season one, that type of team, or just other teams that, you know, 
VGK, listen, the skill, I'll put their skill up against any team in the league. We're not going to argue that point whatsoever. But, you know, game one is a lot different than game three is a lot different than game five is a lot different than game seven. And the intangibles of simply wearing out the other team of causing injuries because of repeatedly hitting them and hitting and hitting and hitting. I'm not saying playing dirty, just the more you hit someone, your the body's going to break down. Hmm. And then we're going to do that again in round two and round three and, you know, the Stanley cup finals, hopefully. And can the VGKs finesse greater than the physicality? And I don't know if that is necessarily the case. It's all about how much they're going to step up. Right. And, and, and that credit Cassidy, he is a playoff proven coach that's made multiple runs, been in the Stanley cup, played the seventh game of the Stanley cup uh, from the coaching side. So Cassidy knows what to do and how to turn those dials. And, to one of our original points, Tony, going back to before the season started. This is a veteran roster. Phil Kessel is a prime example of maybe what some of these players are going to do in the regular season and then how things are going to change once the playoff lights go on. And the LA Kings are another good example of that. They started off, you know, as an afterthought, even though we both thought they were going to do well. And then now the Kings have kind of crawled back in and the veterans, you know, Kopitar and such are, leading this team a little bit better. And as the season progresses, they're turning it up a little bit. So maybe VGK is, uh, you know, keeping a little something in the tank, knowing what happens in the playoffs. So we'll give Cassidy the benefit of the doubt there. And uh, we'll see what, uh, what the McCrimmel plan has up his sleeve to improve this roster as the tread line at tread line. I just combined the deadline, the trade the trade deadline, deadline by the way is March the 3rd, March 3rd. Okay. So we got time. Yeah. That's, that's was it like around game 61 or something like that. That seems really late, but it I don't is. No, it, nah, it's about, I think it was in March. Yeah. I think traditionally March 3rd, I think is the, that sounds, I mean, I said February 3rd. So I had, I had, a portion <laughs> had of the that, third, right. right. So. Yeah, for sure. Coming up it. next, uh, we'll take a look at our predictions for tonight's game and our locks of the night. Stay with us right here on locked on golden Knights. Are you looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all those fat and calories that go along with it? Then you got to try a built bar. We just got through the holidays. My goal, Chris's goal, eat a little healthier this year. And if you are like us, uh, you like to eat healthier, but you don't want to compromise taste. And I got to tell you, you really do have to try a built bar with built. Healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious that you won't think that they are good for you. And they're perfect for your New Year's resolution. And they also have unbelievable flavors. They still have the churro, the peanut butter brownie, the coconut almond. They are all so good. Only 130 calories and four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now guess what? You don't have to wait because you can go right around the corner. You don't have to just go to built.com. You could go to your local Smiths like I've been doing regularly. And I this past week, I'm well, I had three built bars. I have to confess. Well, they have a birthday, they have a birthday bar one, don't they? A birthday cake one too. Yeah, that was a good one. That's what they should have sent you today. Maybe, Maybe we'll hey, get a shout out. Listen, mail comes about three hours. I got about three hours. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. Fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> okay. So they have uh cookies and cream, coconut puffs, which I had both of those. Oh, wait, I've tried them all. The salted caramel and the brownie batter puffs at that one's Smith's. Good. Those are all really good. So you can stop by there. Of course, uh, you can go to built.com and you can also go now to Sam's Club to find your built bars. So check it out today. There's excellent flavors. And again, it's one of our favorites here on Lockdown Golden Knights.
Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick, the birthday fella from Las Vegas. And of course, make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights. We appreciate all the comments. And with the downloads on the audio side, it is through the roof. And we appreciate everyone uh, download, uh, downloading our podcast each and every day, wherever it's available for all of you. And so it's time for our predictions. And I got to tell you, so in dissecting this Florida team, I actually did work on one of these segments. Uh, in dissecting this team, uh, 16 losses for Florida by two goals or more. So take VGK minus one and a half tonight. Could be a good situation. You're not feeling it? The only puck line that I will mess with is a dog. And I'll have fun with the reverse with the reverse puck line. That is about the only thing that ever interests me and stuff like that. I don't like messing with uh, the favorites and going minus one and a half. It's just the value is not there in my opinion. And usually leads to more um, losses than victories. So, you <laughs> know, it's always like, an empty netter, right? <laughs> exactly. Or, well, the other empty netter would probably benefit depending on which side. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. But either way, I mean, I would much rather just take a shot with, uh, with that plus money. Okay. So, you know, we remember last year, uh, this was the meeting on March 17th. Uh, I remember it so fondly because it was St. Patrick's Day in Las Vegas, which was crazy. Uh, that's when Jack Eichel broke his right thumb on the Mackenzie Weger uh, slap shot. And then last six weeks of the season, he was injured. You know, I was taking a look at, at Eichel the other day and just, okay, outside of the next surgery. Okay, so that happened. He breaks his right thumb this season. He took the puck to the eye. Remember that earlier this season. He's got a nasty scar. When you see him up close, he's really? got a nasty scar up there. And then, of course, uh, he had the uh, the injury where he just non-contact injury where he went down. So he's had a pretty rough road of things. And so I'm going to pick my two first, and I'm going to go with Eichel for locks of the night. And I'm going to go with Chandler Stevenson, who just cannot be stopped. I'm telling you, it would be criminal, McCriminal, if he does not make the NHL All-Star team this year. Because again, for a second year, the ballots are out. I think, I think fans can go and and, and have Twitter. their word right now. Yeah, on Twitter you could vote. So get on out there and the hashtag NHL All Star, and then put the name of the player. And so I don't know how they tabulate all that, but in any event, uh, so who are you going to pick for your locks of the Do night? Do you have a score or no? Oh yeah, five three VGK. So let's see. Let's go with a welcome back, Cotter. I think just. Because here we go. Let's go Cotter and Amadio. There, there, there's some, uh, there's something just fun about going Cotter and Amadio right now to see exactly uh, how that goes. And I, I'm going to go with what I want. I'm going to go with the birthday wish. And that's a nice three to one victory where VGK, I want to see him take care of things at home tonight. Not, and by home, I don't mean at T-Mobile Arena, but by in front of their nets. There's been a lot of gaps defensively. And even in some of their victories, there's been a lot of gaps defensively. One of the things about this system with Cassidy was taking care of things at home, was not allowing these long stretch passes to go across the middle of the ice and obviously passes from circle to circle in our defensive zone. That's not what the system is right now. And again, to be fair, the system is also you know created for players with much more skill, especially on the defensive side. And talking about that uh, with uh, the waving of Jake LeCision, we'll hit on that for a second, I guess. 
uh, with Pahal going back down and Korzak is back down as well right now, I believe. You have to think there is a potential that we might see Theodore coming back tonight, not going to see White Cloud, or possibly Miramanov. And I don't know if either has been skating. I haven't seen any reports about that. So I think that simply might have been just one of those paper transactions, and you might see uh, next couple hours of players called back up to the BGK. Who who exactly knows? But uh, Jake LeCision uh, did not clear waivers. New York Rangers uh, did claim him. And – We'll see. Uh, we'll see how that works out, and how that's ultimately going to play in right now, as far as having that additional roster spots. Yes, he needed more time in the AHL. That we talked about that a little bit yesterday, if I don't recall, or might have happened after our show. But Lecision just doesn't seem to be ready to take on these large NHL minutes right now. But now there's a roster spot available. Now McCrimmon has more things at his disposal to improve this team come March third, not February third, March third. Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, Vince Mercogliano, who covers the Rangers uh, back in New York, and I always follow his tweets because he's always really good and he's on it. But he said the Rangers see Le Chizan as taking a shot on center depth moving forward. They like, uh, again, under Fair. team control for cheap 766000 AAV for the next two and a half seasons. They like him on the PK. Belief is the 2017 second round pick could develop into a 4C option. Solid on faceoffs too, 51.75 win rate. That's I mean when 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 4C is your is your ceiling right now and they're saying develop into that role, that unfortunately for decision shows, you know, what the NHL sees him as possibly. And I mean and the Rangers middle of the road as far as claims go, so that means at least what 10 12 teams passed on him already. Another thing they also uh uh, potentially point out so who knows i mean listen you wish him the best no, no one has anything bad to say although lecision here here's the problem tony this is a big problem i'm pretty sure lecision is in that video with Lil john that they keep showing shots 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 yeah that's if that's if that can't get you security to stay as a vegas golden knight man they're gonna have to and in that video it's like you can tell the way that they record that video anyway and that I don't think Lil John was actually talking to the players. That's, you know, whatever, another story for another time. But now they're going to have to do something with that video because Lecision's <laughs> sitting right there. They're going to have to change. They're going to have to do something with that video, Tony. This is a, this is important. We should have started the show about this. This is a big Here, deal. Here's one of the big keys for tonight's game. VGK needs to get the lead after two periods because the Panthers, the Panthers are 0 15 and 1. 0 15 and one. Oh, we'll fix that. When we'll trailing fix that. after we'll two, fix that. we'll fix that's that. going to be the key tonight. They have a couple of players on IR, Anthony Duclair, uh, Patrick Hornquist. And so uh, VGK just has to come out with a purpose. And if they're leading after two, uh, you know, don't let up. They just really need to make sure that they continue to sustain. You need a, you need a knockout. Sustain we haven't seen too many knockouts. Um, no. They delivered the knockout against Pittsburgh with a three nothing lead early. Sustained, survived the second period. Got that. We haven't used goal, sustained in a the... while, so let's overuse it on on the show today. Actually, okay. I like that. That's fair. We haven't talked a lot about Crimin as well, so we hit that. We hit the hashtag a couple times there. Um, Anthony Declare wasn't he the hero against the Golden Knights in um, uh, when he was with the Caps? Didn't he have the? Was it the Stanley Cup game winning goal or the tying goal or something? maybe i don't know i can't remember back that far you caught me a little off guard 
Oh, Another too. note. I'm I've got a note here before I forget. Uh, UNLV new head football coach, Barry Odom, will be cranking the siren tonight at the game. So that's cool. So fans will get a chance to see Barry Odom for the first time ever in public like that. So that's cool. Yeah, no, it's definitely fun. And I might declare it wasn't even a, a capital then, so I got no. I got to mix okay. up with someone. So I wasn't. That's even, good. I wasn't even close. So we're gonna scratch that from the record. Okay. That never happened. That's but not at least Paul Maurice is the coach of the Florida Panthers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that right. Okay. Uh, what was your well, final score? No one score? goes as far in the show anyway. It's fun. What, <laughs> what was your final score? You mean I should have mentioned all those stats sooner? Okay. What's your final score in the three one? I, I I'm I'm going three with one. my wish a three one. Low scoring game. They don't need to get the knockout, but just a suffocating game. A suffocating game. I want to see good defense. The, the goals will come. It feels like VGK just pushes and pushes and pushes for these goals quick. And you don't need to, like Cassidy says, you don't need the same urgency. Although you mentioned, who was it uh, that responds quickly? Uh, you gave. It was Seattle. Team. Seattle. There you go. Yeah. So. I mean, maybe they should take a page out of Seattle's book. I don't know, but How a suffocating win. I want Florida to be just um, just no room to operate. No room to operate. That, that's where I got I'm, I'm very, very concerned about goaltending for VGK, too. I mean, the other side, they all give up three-plus goals a game. It's okay. on the radar, but I'm not overly concerned for it in my in my perspective. But it's on the radar, which it wasn't for a long LT. time. LT. Yeah. In general, a general LT. statement. General okay. statement about goaltending, not LT. So how do they play it? Uh, LT both nights? Oh, you're asking game? who's starting tonight? Ooh, well, ooh, I was, sort of. I'll go Aiden. I'll, I'll say Aiden Hill tonight and uh, LT on Saturday. Saturday and Monday? Yeah, probably. Monday's the game against the Stars. It's a biggie. I could see LT going Saturday and Monday both. Okay. I think you need LT in both those games. He's he's the starter. That's it. That's easy. Okay. They think he's wearing down a little bit. We'll have to see. Uh, we thank everyone for tuning in tomorrow. Of course, we'll recap this game between VGK and Florida. Plus, it's time once again for What the Friday. So send in your comments. Of course, as always, for the birthday boy, my man, have a great day. Chris Golick. I'm Tony Cardasco from Las Vegas. We thank you for making us your first choice, your first listen each and every day. And we'll see you tomorrow right here on Locked On Golden Knights.